Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, this is Freddie Spencer coming to you after the 2018 Argentina Grand Prix. Now, before we get into what happened in qualifying and, of course, even what happened in the race. Every time they go to Argentina, it makes me think of the first time, the only time that I've been to Argentina, and that was the first race of the of the, my first season and HRC's first race. And it was an amazing experience um, because one of the things that was incredible about it, that of course only time and looking back gives you that perspective, is we had no idea how well we did considering it was the very first race because we were battling for the for the victory with about with Kenny Bereshin and even had like I said had a chance for the victory around eight nine laps to go but it was an amazing first time out uh, for HRC and 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 the team and and like I said considering basically no experience at all uh, for any of us really. But it it certainly is a, a memory that that I cherish, and and like I said, just time gives you that great perspective. Now, I was at an event over the weekend in in Canada. In fact, uh, it was incredible. Then just got back from that. It was my first time to Canada, living in the United States, born and raised. I travel all over the world, but never been north of the border and uh to visit Canada until last weekend and was there for the the spring motorcycle show uh right outside Toronto and I've always and I've, I've mentioned it because just incredible uh motorcyclists of of all demographics and all interest levels and we had a really nice time um and I'm so happy I was invited there Alexandra and I were invited there and we had a great great time look forward to going back um to Canada and, and seeing more of the country. Now, one of the things when I'm, I'm out like that over the weekend, I don't get to sit down and watch as much uh, of the race, but I was looking at the weather. And I don't know, it's one of those just feelings I had. I, I thought it was going to be a, an interesting weekend. And, and certainly that track has produced some interesting weekends. Remember the great battle that, that um, Valentino and Mark had? Uh, what well, was second year, I believe, in 2015, uh, when they came together uh, late in the race, and and Mark crashed, and Valentino went on to win the race. So um, the weather sometimes can be really nice there, or or as it was over the weekend, pretty iffy. Qualifying uh, was certainly interesting. 
Um, if you look at a couple of the riders that were up there that you wouldn't normally expect, like Tito Rabat for one, and what a great run for Jack Miller. Uh, you know, Jack is, and I've met him a couple of times. He, he's a really good kid. Um, he's um, very respectful and I think uh, really wants to be there and wants to do well. And he's kind of, you know, he, he got on the Honda and there was a lot of expectation, uh, which was natural because of his results in Moto3. And so he had to kind of work through that. Um, and now he's he's on the Ducati. And it seems like that the Ducati is certainly, versi- versi- the versatility of the bike, it seems to fit a uh, wider range of riding styles um, and the different models, as we've seen, you know, with the customer bikes. Or the bikes, really, that Ducati passes down um, from the factory team. So, Jack went out and, and uh, gambled and did a good job. And it, it didn't surprise me that he was on pole. He's been building up and building up. And in those conditions, what you have to understand, especially the Marquez's, and Mark, Mark I hang it out there too, but uh, Dovey and, and most of your veterans specifically, um, they're a little, play a little more cautious, um, and don't take maybe as much risk in qualifying. But uh, can't take anything away, and Jack certainly put in a great time. Uh, Mark, though, showed in, in most of the conditions that he was going to be really tough. And and if you we, we talked about this after Qatar, that the strong showing on a track like Qatar, um, that normally the Ducati is, is definitely better, noticeably better. Uh, Mark almost won that race. And so I think everybody suspected that um that certainly doesn't bode well for the rest of the rest of the um field as the season goes on unless things happen in the race that are unpredictable which as we all know they did and i'll get in in a minute um talking about the ducatis dovey was right there and and something happened before the race some of y'all may have read this already where jorge came out and said that Dovey has been trying to undermine him since they were both in the 125 World Championship class. And he really didn't expand on that, but you wonder what that means. Um, my first reaction to that is is that he's a rider that's feeling a lot of pressure, which is understandable. A lot of disappointment, his own, his own expectation. Um, I think... For Jorge's sake, you can't worry about other riders that much. And, you know, he's talking about the fact that the bike seems to be still he's struggling with it and it still needs some adjustment and things that, he, that he's got to do to make it more for him. But I really don't want to see him focusing on other riders like that. Just he's got to get his confidence back and his ability to be more consistent, to put in laps day in and day out, like he did and was capable of, and he showed that at at Seabank during the winter test when he set the lap record. My feeling has always been to myself, if I can do it once, I can do it another time, I can continue to do it. And you have to have have that, that almost simple, powerful, clear mindset to be able to repeat it. 
Um, as we saw in the race, and it's the only time I'll mention Ori in this, is, is he struggled in qualifying and even more so in the race. And, um, you know, a, a proud champion like he is, um, you certainly want him to, I do, I want to see him do better for himself. So we'll have to see if what happens as the season goes on. Now the race. Um, what a beginning it was. Uh, and there's a couple of things, and there's been so many opinions, and you've heard so much speculation. Uh, but let's take the starting grid first. Uh, Jack Miller team, they took the risk. As a flag-to-flag, everybody's supposed to, if, if you roll off the grid, you're supposed to start from pit road. Understand, but I, I think by trying to do almost a hybrid, make it okay. And what I mean by that is, they they realize there's too many riders to start from pit road to be a safety issue. So they bring them out on the grid. They put Jack up front and they put everybody else start about three or four rows behind. Like that's going to give him the advantage that he should have because they took the risk and and he should start not just from pole position, but you know, um, the whole point is, is that if you want to change tires and it's a flag-to-flag race and iffy weather, that you basically not get penalized, but you lose the advantage of starting from the from the, or from the grid. They they should have maybe um, done something different. I think basically is that if it's not going to be from pit road, you just let everybody change tires. You come back on the grid, you pronounce it from a safety issue, and you just start the race. Um, but doing it the way they did, it, it just, it basically, it, it looks kind of almost silly in that respect. Um, what happened with Mark uh, when he stopped, when the bike stalled and he tried to restart it? Um, there's There seemed to be confusion from his standpoint, uh, but basically... They could. He should have been pushed off the side of the side of the track, um, or start in the back, basically um, pit road something. But you delay the start, so then that way there's consistency. Consistency in 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 if something like that happens again. Um, but I understand you, you can't depend on the rider. It's not Mark's fault from that standpoint. I mean, he basically, you know, restarted the bike. There's, there's just the, the whole, you know, the way the whole thing was was playing out, the delayed start, and so forth. So it's really up to the marshals. It's up to the track stewards. It's up to the race director in that respect to, to stop the proceedings, put everybody back on the grid, and even if they have to do another siding lap. So then that way it doesn't turn into an unsettled and just, uh, um, you know, all that uncertainty. Because like I said, you have the next time. And once, it, once the race started, and they, they, I think they did the right thing by penalizing Mark um, with the ride-through. And, but right from the beginning, let's talk about um, the way Jack started. Way Cal Crutchlow, Johan, um, they took off. The incident between Johan and, and Danny, uh, you know, they they penalized Mark. They certainly, because that way the fairness factor, um, 
you know, you could either look at it as it was. And, and Johan, I mean, it is racing. The bikes are, are very close in speed now. There's a lot of consistency in that, that respect. The two couple of corners where Johan's in it's and then happen in Marks 2, they're long entrances in the way they, they angle in. Now, it's the same for everybody, as my dad used to say. And so if everybody can get through without running into each other, you know, that should be the, the normal. If it does happen, you you get a uh, penalty of some sort. Main thing is, it's just it should be applied across the board. Uh, I, I feel sorry for Danny, you know, um, with the wrist problems he had and have to have surgery. It is racing. I've been knocked down myself a couple of times. I've been hurt before being knocked down like an 82 German Grand Prix while leading. Um, Franco and Cheney hit me on the last lap, battling with Randy. Broke my collarbone. And uh, not only I got hurt, but it, it cost me the victory. Um, and, you know, with Christian and the hairpin at Aston in 85, you know, but it happens. And, um, you know, the rider that it happens to has a responsibility in how they respond to it, how they act. Uh, so does the rider that d- it causes the issue. Uh, we're professionals. And we have a responsibility not only to uh, ourselves, the way that we conduct ourselves, but to our sport, too. And, you know, it's it's just part of the professionalism of, of what we do. And, um, you know, looking at the big picture a little bit. And so... You know, a couple of the incidents that happened uh, were unfortunate, and I think it's also unfortunate in in how it reflects on on um, on our great sport. You know, I've always said motorcycling is viewed by people that understand it, um, and you know they're going to have their their preconceived ideas of of why we do it. But it's also so many people look at our sport and they respect it so much and uh that's just what i i believe we all all should think about and remember now the guys who were battling for the front almost uh, gotten forgot about a little bit except for and cal made sure everybody everybody understood what great rides in tough conditions uh and a great battle between cal and johan and and Alex Renz and Jack for most of the race, Jack Miller. And it was a great ride, very, very well thought out race that Cal Crutchlow put in. And, um, you know, you, you have, because in those conditions, as other riders had problems and made mistakes in the wet part and brakes locking up, you're trying to be consistent and running the pace they did up front was very impressive. And, um, you know, it's great to see. Um, you know, only Jack has won a race, of course, and, and Cal's won a, a couple. you got Alex Renz and Johan Zarco, who haven't. And they're right there battling uh, for the victory on uh, four different brands of bikes. And um, it just was really, really great ride. And you want to make sure that they get the due uh, respect and, and adulation they deserve. And so a great job, Cal. And and uh, also a great ride for Johan. Almost got his first victory. And Alex Renz on the Suzuki. So I'm looking forward to the next race. And it should be hopefully better weather. And uh, hopefully less drama for everyone involved.